we begin the second hour of Off the Beaten Path. I am your host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is December 10th, 2023. <sighs> it's an interesting world, isn't it? <clears throat> Everything seems to be going haywire. I did uh, something interesting I wanted to throw you at that. Sometimes these Fox... These Fox uh, talking heads, uh, evidently, even on Fox, you know, there's a show called The Five. Five individuals who sit around round table and they pretty much go around with the the topic of the day and they give their, their viewpoints. And I think some of them, yeah, you're, you're on point, not too bad. But I heard one the other day that I thought to myself, you can't be serious. Did that old John McEnroe thing, you can't be serious. And that on The Five, one of the five was talking about the fourth debate talking about how good Nikki Haley did, laughable, not good, but uh, believing that she did good enough and maybe, you know, she knows she won't be number two and she may, you know, she's not going to be a president. We know that, but that she might fit into the Donald Trump administration and mainly talking about being a VP choice, Donald Trump's VP choice. And I, I had to laugh. I mean, are you serious? Again, the, the John McEnroe, you can't be serious. Uh, the woman who's come out, who's been swinging, taking stabs at Donald Trump from day one since she announced becoming she wanted to become president of the United States, slammed the guy, backstabbing him, showing that she's not loyal at all, a traitor. And uh, you know, here's here's that she uh, Donald Trump believed in her at one point in time, thought she may be credible, or she may be a good person in his administration, gives her the position of ambassador. And uh, there's no loyalty, no loyalty on her side at all. So what kind of person would that, what kind of president would she make not being loyal and showing that, that nasty side that she's willing to throw people under the bus and stab them in the back? That doesn't make it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. And uh, so this person on Fox, the Fox 5, believing that Nikki Haley might make a good VP choice uh, is delusional. Uh, there's no way in the world Donald Trump despises this woman. I despise this woman. I think most of us despise this woman. I, it's a character issue, okay? It's, it's character. Character really matters. It does with me, and I don't like people who are liars, backstabbers, who are not loyal, faithful. And if you got nothing nice to say, then keep your mouth shut. But no, she's out there trying to destroy the reputation of Donald Trump. She's a lousy human being. She's not a person that should ever be in a, in a position of power whatsoever. Uh, she had her heyday. She made her millions illegally. She's a corrupt person as an ambassador. And uh, why don't you just go away? Just go away, okay? But uh, also notice that at the same time, the mainstream media is going after Donald Trump, calling him Caesar and calling him a dictator and trying to say he's not, not a man that's fit to run this country. At the same time they're coming after him, they're also coming after Chris Christians, and they're throwing this word around quite a bit, Christian nationalist. Christian nationalist equals Christian white supremacist, basically. They're trying to associate, make an association between a Christian nationalist and a white supremacist. It doesn't work. And actually, actually going to the point where they say a Christian nationalist, a white supremacist, is worse than al-Qaeda, Taliban, and Hamas, and Iranian terrorists. Can you believe that actually somebody would say this? We are the biggest threat in this country. People who disagree with this administration, uh, and maybe you have a faith, and you want to label us with as Christian nationalists, uh, we are the enemy. We are the enemy 
in this country. And that's probably why they're beefing up their Department of Justice. That's probably why the IRS has been hired another 87,000 armed. Why they need a gun, I don't know. Uh, you know, but they want they don't want you to have one, but you know, let's give the IRS some guns. Sure, that makes all perfect sense. Let's do that. Um, crazy, crazy stuff. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Tom in Utah. Welcome, Tom. Hi, Steve. Hello, what's going on? Um, you know Lorraine Day passed away. Lorraine Day? Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know she was a serious anti-vaxxer. And she was allegedly passed with aortal stenosis. Yeah. Okay. For the for the sake of the audience, tell us what you can about a aortal aortic. Well, she had aortic stenosis. She, she she definitely needed an aortic valve. And how, now, how old was she anyway? I'm not even sure about that. I, she was in her pretty close to her 80s, as best I can remember. Oh, well, you know, I don't know. At 80 years old, doing a valve replacement, aortic valve replacement, AVR on an 80-year-old, um, is pretty risky in itself. Uh, <clears throat> all the cardiologists and the cardiac surgeons I would know would say, um, that's, a, that's a tough decision. Um, that's a tough decision to even do that surgery. Um, yeah. You know what? She must have had this issue much sooner than that at a time uh-huh. where maybe she could have actually been a better candidate for a, a, an aortic valve replacement. And um, I'm wondering, um, I don't know much about her health history, but I'm willing. She wasn't just diagnosed, you know, 80 years old with a valve problem. Um, that's too bad. Maybe. I don't know. Did she? You, do you know? Well, I don't know else about her health history. What I'm saying is, I, I think it may be that it's something that uh, she knew a while back. And I know a lot of people who've put things on the back, back burner. They need something done. I need this done, but I, I, I can't. My schedule, I, my schedule, I can't. And before you know it, and you know, the time lapses, another time lapses, and then they they think, well, you know, I think I'm going to get that done, and then something comes up and delays it, and they never get it done. And then when they should have many years ago had the valve replaced now they have an incident where they're really compromised they're really symptomatic and uh and now maybe it's too late maybe they have another court maybe they have several comorbidities now where they didn't have them before so it's it's a surgery risk you know that's the bad part about being a surgeon a cardiac surgeon and i know a lot of them and that they take cases and very few of them turn them down. Very few of them say, you know what, this is not a good idea. I think this is going to turn out very badly for you. And so they may take a case that has a high mortality rate. Just it's, it's probably not going to work, but we'll try anyway. And the sad part about it is, is that that death of that patient, Tom, that death goes on his record. Yep. And when it comes down yep. to reviews that uh, – his death numbers could be high only because he's taking really high, high risk jobs that aren't working out because he doesn't have the courage to say, you know what, I, I'm not going to do this. We, we'll, we'll try to give you something else, do something else for you to 
bring you some kind of quality life, but I'm not going to crack your chest. I'm not going to put a valve in. And, uh, and that's that part. It, it, like I said, it, it hurts his numbers. And if you were to look just at the numbers without knowing the true cases of what he's done, how many high-risk cases he's done, you might think the guy's a lousy surgeon. It may reflect to look like a lousy surgeon. This guy's got a lot of dead, dead cardiac surgeons. That doesn't look good. Well, it's because he's doing 90-year-olds on valves and this and that, and and uh, that's not a good thing to do. You know, it's sometimes you probably the doctor should say, "I'm not going to do the case. I'm not going to do it." Well, like I say, does that, make, uh, that, does that make does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted it to come out of your mouth instead of mine. Yeah, well, it is. It's sad. I mean, it's tough, you know. Um, as a cardiac surgeon, I think I would probably be calling the family in, and like I said, it's it, if if you do it, and you know that probably you know. Let's, let's say you got the valve done. Let's say you put the valve in, but the time they were on bypass, and they came off bypass, and now you had a problem with with perfusion to your kidneys. Now they have to go on dialysis mm -hmm. and now they have another problem and another problem. And then they have a backup in their pulmonary or maybe they get an infection now. And now the person dies and now it goes on your record that you had your patient, your cardiac patient, your surgeon, your patient died. It doesn't take into account the high. high well, all you need is one one visible case, highly visible case. Yeah, it it doesn't uh, it doesn't reflect on the risk you were taking to do the the case. Like Barney Clark. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the Barney, 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 project Barney that we worked on. Yeah, Barney Clark. How long did Barney Clark live? I can't remember. How long did he live, Tom? Not. To, uh, I'm not even sure anymore. It was either. A, a couple of months at best, I think. But he hated yeah. that that machine in his chest anyway. Oh God, was, that must have been carrying that thing around with you. Oh. <laughs> now you look oh. at intheair dot news, right? Say it again. Have you look at the uh, Desert News article that Elaine Jarvik wrote when she was working with me on the poisoning issue in the mobile homes? No, uh -uh. I did not. Want you? Want you give us a review on that? Well, I'm just going to say Elaine Jarvik uh -huh. was the ex-wife of Robert Jarvik who came right. to Salt Lake to get the uh, notoriety from the Jarvik Heart Project, which right. was really the project of William Kauf and Philip Wang Gett, not, not, not Robert Jarvik. But they put him on the box of Lipitor later, right, as a, quote, uh, mm -hmm. sales pitch to push Lipitor. You remember that? Right. Yes, I do. I do. But anyway, his wife and he broke up, and she stayed here. She served about 30-plus years as a Pulitzer Prize-winning reporter for Desert News, the major uh -huh. paper for the for the basin. Right. And when I was uh, exposing this problem with the mobile home industry, she came by my side and sat with me through interviews yeah. And when she wrote the article and published it within a couple of weeks, she was relieved of her duties. But she did that because she knew who I really was. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, you turn against your profession, they, they, they uh, how do you say, redact your records. They do. That's why, 
Uh, yeah, they do it that. That's why I said they I wanted that. to come out of your mouth instead of mine. Yeah, they do that. That's a that's that's an issue I have. Like I said, uh, going never going back to having the, the the loyalty that I ever had with an with an employer. Um, I have been stabbed in the back, and I know this is employer's evil world here that we're living in, and um, it's it's never going back. It's never going back. I, I my best days my best days, honestly, uh, Tom, were at Utah Valley, where I actually had uh-huh. a boss. I had a boss that was great, and um, she treated us well, fair. We had a tight, tight group of people. We we did great work. We had good report yeah, with our physicians. That was a good. That was a good facility. It was it was a great time. You know what? I, I and I've never repeated that anywhere else I've gone. When I left there, I left that behind, and it's probably not that way anymore. It's a whole new turnover there. But I had never found that camaraderie. I've never found. That loyalty from a, an employer to his employee, I have never found that ever again after leaving Utah Valley. Yeah. I never have never found I'm it. I'm trying to remember, was it Francis Gibbons part of it? Does that name ring a bell at all? No, it does not. does not. Oh, okay. No. He became a uh, senator. He was in the uh, uh, management of, of Utah Valley Hospital. No, yeah, it doesn't of... ring a bell. It doesn't. Ring... I, I have to think okay, back. Never who, was, mind. who was our CEO at the time? I can't really think it right now. Recall it. I just remember it was the best, probably the best, best uh, nine years of my life. Employ, employment years, the best years of my life. I, I met my wife there. Um, I just worked with some dynamite people, and uh, it was a pleasure. And I learned more. I learned more. I got to be a better nurse. I learned more. I, I was always challenging myself. And we had a great team of uh, education as far as educators. And we were always, we all felt the same way. We all went to these conferences and symposiums. We all wanted to learn more and more and more. And uh, just I'm wondering if you got to be in any of the uh, sessions that I was asked to present at at the uh, Adult Education Week by the uh, pediatric nursing staff there at the the Kimball building of BYU. Yeah, yeah, I know that building very well. Very. We had a, our Steve cardiac Wampus. symposium. Uh, I think our cardiac symposium was there. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I just wanted to let you know that uh, Lorraine Dade passed. Uh, yeah. Finally, through a family member that we had contact with. But yeah. The, uh, they claim that she was, you know, taken out by arterial uh, aneurysmal stenosis. Yeah, and, and I'm scratching my head trying to make sense of that. Yeah. All your valves are important, but that aortic valve is really important. And uh, you can get away, but if it's uh, it's it's tight as can be, you know, it, it, you've stenosed, you, you've got to you gotta replace that. And unfortunately, that's uh, that was her cause of death. It's, it's sad. Well, we're uh, off. When we're offline, I'll talk to you even more about my experience with that. But anyway. Okay. We'll do. Thanks for the call, Tom. Just just a little weird that she was so vehement against the vaccines, but then all of a sudden she's taken out by allegedly. Allegedly. Anyway. That is interesting. All right. Appreciate the call, Tom. Got to move on here. Other calls coming in. James in Vancouver, you're up. What's going on? 
Yeah, yeah, that uh, heart tissue can all be uh, rebuilt and reconditioned while the heart's still in the patient. Um, Technology's been around for years. Uh, The only problem is the FDA doesn't want to look at it. Well, we're using Um, a new device now called an LVAD, left ventricular assist device. We're using that more and more these days for these people that probably would have been dead already by now. They carry around a little pack, and it does, uh, you know, basically it's your left ventricle. So it's a nice tool. I mean, that first came out back, oh, geez, I'm going to think when I saw the LVAD first come out. I'm going to say... But that's expensive, I bet. Maybe late ninety, late nineteen nineties, maybe two thousand, somewhere the the LVAD. Mm. That's uh, that's pretty much where we are today. And now, it's, a lot of times now, we're not even a crack in the chest anymore to do a, a valve replacement. We're actually not doing it that way anymore. So, there has been some great uh, great strides in open heart surgery, uh, and not having to crack the chest anymore. Mm. You know, so that's a good thing. Well, it's like the election you were talking about. Uh, 2024 looks to me like it's a total shell game with all the 17 alphabet agencies, the uh, so-called presidency, Department of Justice, uh, the Pentagon. Um, well, who knows what's going to happen? Back to you. Yeah, you know, it's. Um, I was talking to somebody today, and um, this, I, this one here, is is so obvious that Joe Biden is very unpopular. And <laughs> Americans, you, you can ask blacks, you can ask anybody, are you better off today under the Biden presidency than you were under the Trump presidency? And they all say, no, no, no. We are hurting. Families are hurting financially under Biden's administration. They'd gladly take Trump back. That stadium told it to me. Now, if this thing is stolen, it's going to be so in your face. We stole this. The question is, what will be the response? Stay on the line. We'll come right back to you. Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth and say gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar it is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food. Seeing that the dollar's cheap, That's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And the gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis, gold, a valuable thing to store, the power of gold in times of crisis. 
historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To learn more about this amazing breakthrough, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Let's go back to the phones and talk to James in Vancouver. James, are you still there? Yes, sir. Standing by. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure we're going to have a 2024 election, to be honest with you. I think they're going to conjure up uh, some new virus or they'll get us in a war or something. They won't call it a war. They'll call it a conflict, but just as good as a war. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, They can't win with Biden. We know that. And I don't see anybody else in second place on the Democrat side to really – do you really um, fill those shoes for for Biden? Uh, I know that policy right. wise, I would say policy wise, the same person as Biden would be uh, Gavin, Gavin Newsom. But uh, I think the rest of the world is seeing how California is losing citizens. I think they've lost over five hundred thousand citizens in the last year and a half, two years, and corporations are moving out of there. We see the, the videos on TV and at least on YouTube of how the cities are turning into a big toilet. And uh, corporations are just leaving, and uh, the money's leaving. Of course, the money leaves. Uh, taxation must go up. And, of course, the illegal problem that they have, legals flooding in there to sanctuary cities, is driving up the taxes. At soon, some point in time, we are going to see the housing bubble again. It's going to pop, as it did in 2008. It's going to pop again. This thing is going to be serious this time and because nobody's flooding into California. Nobody wants to go to California. Right. Well, it's a lot of deficit spending going on, and uh, 
as far as Joe Biden, you could probably call him Joe Deep State, whoever he is. Yeah, they say he's not the real Biden, so. You know, I've seen those videos, and I I had a video a while back, I think I sent over to RBN, something the CIA was involved in is masking. And they actually have right. these pullover masks that totally fool right. you. And Biden was being interviewed by somebody wearing the mask, and it was a totally different person than, than she was presenting herself as. So we know the technology is there. We know these yeah. people can do this. And pull it off. So yeah, they could find somebody to put put on a, a Biden mask, and uh, they right. could change the audio a little bit there, and change the audio to sound like him a little bit. We can do all that stuff with the soundboard, you know. So right. It's possible. Well, uh, yeah, George W. used to wear a backpack, didn't he, with some kind of computer device or listening device, so people could help him with the questions. Uh, do you remember that? Yeah. No, I don't remember a backpack. Right. Uh-uh. But no, no, he, he but he needed help to answer his questions. Oh, w. Bush. He had a, a little wire in his he, ear and somebody giving him answers. Well, you know, little little tidbits like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, he's not exactly, uh, you know, you got to be able to think on your feet, you know, if you're the commander in chief. I mean, if you're, uh, <laughs> if you're going to. Or, or really you can be like be Hillary Clinton and somebody gives, you can be like Hillary Clinton. Somebody just gives you the, gives you the, uh, the questions for the debate. You, you can have that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Anyway. Uh, all the best for the Christmas, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Kylie. I appreciate right it. Up. I appreciate it. All right. Well, we're going to be off for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and of course, Christmas Eve. <coughs> Excuse me. Bad time for a cough. I will be off on the twenty fourth. That's a Sunday for Christmas Eve, and uh, Christmas will be off, of course. RBN. I was thinking about how to end this year's uh, shows broadcast. And looking at my schedule here, the 31st, uh, New Year's Eve, I will be doing a show. I think a lot of us will be doing shows on the network. <clears throat> I want to do something different. Between now and the time, the 31st, I want you to be thinking about, I want A to Z here. I want this show to be about more about you than me. Okay, I want to, I want to know what's on your mind. No topic will be... Uh, <clears throat> Put aside. I want to know what's on your mind. I, I mean, I'll bring a, I'll bring enough stuff with me also, in case we don't get the participation I'd like. But I kind of like to know what you think. <clears throat> Topics, this and that. We'll go all over the place. I'm sure all over the globe on this one. But I also want predictions. I want to know what you think about what's coming in 2024. Predictions. I want to, I want to hear what you, th- what you're thinking. I want to know. What, what's on your mind there's so many different things we could talk about so uh think about it between now and the 31st new year's eve i want you to be thinking about this is going to be a major i want this to be a major call and show not kind of i'll knock it down maybe five minutes per person but i'd like it to be a total a total call and show to talk about an issue and uh and then your 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 predictions what 2024 is going to bring us i'd like to know i really do uh, I think that'd be a nice way to, to close out the year, and then we'll start fresh in 2024 with a whole new set of problems. <clears throat> but uh, I wanted this show to be more about you than me, okay? But uh, just in case participation is not there, I'll definitely bring enough material just in case. But again, let's make this about you, the listener, the RBN listener, okay? Um, let's talk about the illegal immigration. It's huge. It's a huge problem. It's being ignored. Democrats said it's been a problem for a long, long time. KJP, who I cannot stand, probably the worst press secretary I have ever seen in my life. And I hated the the redhead. 
But this one here, she's something else. Here's a commercial break coming up. Let's talk about it after the break. Again, let's talk about the illegal immigration in this country. Stay tuned. tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem. Pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajee.
512-248-8252. And uh, <laughs> just going back and forth with Sam here. He's playing some Rick Braun. I told him I had a nice time with Rick, Rick Braun sitting down in a tasting room at Roddy Strong Vineyards back in Healdsburg, California. That was the, the last bumper track coming in. Great trumpet player there. Let's go back to the music. Andy in Texas, you're on the show. What's, what's on your mind tonight? Well, hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. You know, you're right, though. I mean, where we're at is it's almost futile to fight back. I mean, you want to go to the courtroom and, and, and fight against these people, and and you're not getting nowhere because they're bought. You want to you want to vote and think that you're going to get somebody in that's going to do something for you, but they're bought. And then you want even Donald Trump, he's bought. He's bought and paid for. I mean, look at what he's done. Uh, you know, warp speed. He turned our country over to FEMA. I mean, not even. I mean, not even a couple of days into this uh, so-called COVID nineteen pandemic, he turned the the country over to FEMA. Uh, you know, uh, what, what, what? I mean. We we don't have any recourse, so basically we're all sitting here in the waiting room, yeah. waiting to see how they're yeah, going to kill I don't, us. I don't, think, I don't think the founders of the Constitution had any idea that corporations corporations were going to be controlling everything. I don't think they had any idea corporations would be having lobbyists who would be lobbying Congress and taking and extorting uh, your your tax dollars for their personal needs. I don't think that the founders ever realized. That the corporations would do this. I don't think they ever thought that. They thought everybody would, the corporation would be patriotic, just as a citizen is patriotic, the corporations would also be patriotic. But they should have known when they saw carpetbaggers later on, well, that's actually Civil War carpetbaggers. But they, there must have been some disloyalty somewhere along the way that the that the founders should have looked at and said, you know what, can we really, can we leave this up to chance? Or should we actually make some rules and laws to make sure that this doesn't happen, are we just going to cross our fingers and hope it doesn't happen? And, of course, the evil creeped in, and the corporations uh, pretty much called the shots. The old saying, uh, who, who calls the tune, who pays the fiddler calls the tune. And that's pretty much what's going on today. Uh, corporations well, are controlling everything, and the lobbyists are there for a job. A politician who doesn't get re-voted re back in, back in office, becomes a lobbyist. It's a fact, because they know how important the lobbyist is to the corporation. And uh, if they'd only thought about this and gone a little further with it and maybe had done something uh, in the Constitution to make sure that we wouldn't have this happen, would have been nice, but I, I don't know. I guess they left it for chance or they just didn't have the, the vision to say that the corporations were, would, would be coming uh, with control government. I don't think they had that, that idea. Well, the the thing is, a we should already have uh, term limits. I mean, because we get the same idiots running in Congress a uh, year in and year out, and we already know that. I mean, twenty twenty. If that didn't tell you anything, you know the the elections are rigged and whatnot. Yeah. But nonetheless, well, yeah. I mean, when they yeah. when they you know, when they blew up AT and T. Okay, go ahead. You know what's funny about that is if you ask somebody, you ask people about the politicians, you know, they should all be one term uh, or maybe two terms maximum, you know, term limitations, okay? Let's say two terms. And uh, they'll say, they complain about it, and they'll say, you know what, you're absolutely correct, we should have term limitations, no more than two, limit two terms. But they'll say, it applies to everybody but their guy. 
I, I've heard people yeah, just exactly. say, yeah, I, I agree with that, but, well, not my guy. My guy's pretty good, you know. He's not perfect, but he's pretty good. So they're not across the board okay with term limitations. It's the other guy that's got to go term limitations, not my guy. It's the other guy. I've heard this many times over, and I don't buy yeah. it. You have term limitations for a president. You have term limitations for a governor. You should have term limitations for Congress, uh, senators in the House, no doubt about it. Because the lobbyists end up owning you, and um, well, that's not good for America. Not good for America. Well, what's really sad is back in the eighties, or it might even been this. I think it was eighties. They they broke up AT and T because they were a monopoly. Yep. And they shattered that thing, and now we got Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street that has a monopoly on everything. They own everything, okay. and what's really sad is. Throw Halliburton in there, too. Yeah, throw Halliburton in there. Throw everybody in there. But the thing is that these people got a monopoly on everything. And so it, 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 they really threw the law, if you will, if there was law, they threw it out the window uh, just because we're in, that, we're in that time period. Government took control of everything, and government is, you know, they're regulating nothing except for what they want to get done. Yeah. You know, same thing with the southern border. They're 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 regulating. They they want us to be in, integrated by these people. But I have to say this. I mean, I wonder. You notice um, the Muslims are moving north to the northern hemisphere. The Mexicans, the southern people, you know, Haitians, whatever. They're moving north to. The, are they planning something that that's going to destroy you, the northern hemisphere? We we have got Andy. We have enough people in this country that we don't know who they are, where they are, what they what they're doing, to have a perfect false flag, to carry out a major major attack on America, the infrastructure. Maybe it's the railroads, the rails. I don't know. I just know there's 30 tons of ammonium nitrate that's still unaccounted for. Nobody seems to give a damn about. Yeah, that was on the train that disappeared. Where did that go? Where'd that 30 tons go? Uh, well, it was yeah. on its way from Colorado to somewhere, I think, Fresno, California. What happened to it? I don't know. We think it kind of fell off on the train all as, as it went down the tracks. Uh, well, did you find it? Did you go back and did you find it? And nobody's talking about it. So if anything happens, a major explosion or buildings, something like the, uh, the Oklahoma City buildings or something else happens, major explosion, guess what? Where they probably got it. It was that 30 tons of ammonium nitrate. Something's going to happen. Well, but you can bet that they'll blame it on the so-called patriots out there. They'll blame it on, you know, the, yeah, the right. We are the most, we yeah. are the most dangerous. Yeah. We're, we're more dangerous than Taliban, Taliban and uh, Al-Qaeda. You and I are more, certainly more, more dangerous than those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, hey, know, it's, it's touch the perfect a, scenario. It's the perfect scenario. It is. You have millions in your country. You don't know who they are, where they are. They're all over the place, and you have no idea. You know, yeah, something to catch. Yeah, no, no kidding. But let's touch a little bit on Israel and Gaza. I mean, the the the, the painting of our mainstream media, because I got to see a lot of it. You know, working with my boss, we get some time to watch Fox TV and all this stuff. Even Fox, you know, who's supposed to be you know fair and balanced, and that's what their motto was. Uh, you know, you, every time they come back from a commercial, Israel at war. Oh, who are they fighting? Well, that's a good question because if you look at the Palestinians, uh, and I'm going back years and years, the Palestinians were throwing stock stones and they were using sticks. Uh, they don't have much of anything. They're 
We're talking about an open air prison here in, in Palestine. Yeah. And these well, you know, not, they don't have the military might to fight Israel. Israel doesn't even need our money. It's they're simply using this as an excuse to to get aid from us. And again, we're, why are why are we seeing those videos, those commercials on TV of the forgotten Jews, uh, Jews that forget their own people? Amazing here. They want you to pay for it. I want an audit. I want an audit. First of all, I want to stop stop any aid going to Israel and Ukraine immediately. Stop any kind of aid going to these people. And I want an audit. I want to see what the hell they've done with this money. Yeah, well, good luck with that. That'll never yeah, happen. I know, I know. But you said it's an open-air prison. It's not really an open-air prison because a prison would insinuate that you did something wrong. It's an open concentration camp. Yeah, yeah. You know, these these people have been thrown into a, uh, uh, essentially it is a prison, but they haven't done anything wrong. All they want to do is live their lives. And I don't know if you ever listened to Max Egan and whatnot. Max Egan has been doing a very good job of... Uh, of broadcasting what's going on in uh, Palestine and Gaza, he has friends there, and apparently seven of the seven of the eight friends he knew are dead already, because these guys are leveling it from top to bottom. It's gone. And then there's a guy who talked earlier on uh, on the radio that was talking about the reason that Israel's doing this, other than the fact that they've convinced their people that they owned the property before Palestine did, which is BS. But there's there's like a, a several trillions of dollars worth of oil and natural gas in the sure. neighborhood. They figured it out, and so they want to sure. go down there and get rid of them and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, you know, you see the before pictures, and it's actually a nice little place. It's, somebody, it says, it's a place where you might want to go and and vacation at you know but then after they have destroyed all the beachfront property and all this stuff and whatnot and 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 our our, our uh, mainstream media is just doing nothing but uh arguing the fact that uh israel has a right to to survive and then they also are showing all these these uh Pro, pro, protests and whatnot all around the world and stuff and they're saying it's pro hamas no it's pro-palestinian it has nothing to do with Hamas. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to talk about the college, the college campuses here. And if anybody's, oh yeah, Harvard first for one. Yeah. They're saying I care about the Palestinians too. I care about the Palestinian people. I don't like the people being slaughtered. This is terrible. And uh, just by saying that, they're being cast into a label, being labeled uh, pro Hamas. Well, that's not true. I don't want people to get slaughtered. I don't want war. I don't want any of these things. And so if I support no war and I support the Palestine people, uh, that does not mean I support Hamas terrorists, okay? It doesn't, it's, it's, we're talking about two separate entities here. But they don't want to talk about that. They want to cast you in a bad light to say that if you don't go along with them and uh, if you support the Palestinian people, then you are pro-Hamas, you're you know on the side of the terrorists. And that, therefore, you're an anti-Semite. No, no, not, well, no, such, no such thing. No such thing. Well, but if you look at the, there's three guys that are the head of Hamas, and they're living in Qatar, and uh, two of them are four billionaires, four, four, four billion each, and then one is three billion each, and they're they're not even involved in this thing. And you can surely bet that it was American money that. Israel paid them to be who they are and stuff. But when you look at this thing, first and foremost, how could how could uh, Palestine, aka Gaza, how could they how could they even get 
these little uh, jet little, you know, jet gliders or whatever and stuff. I saw them. When, yeah, isn't, that, isn't that a joke? Isn't that a joke? Yeah, 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 yeah. But then all of a sudden, see, like Max Egan showed some video. There was actually Apache helicopters that were blowing up those people who moved their rave right to the edge of the fence at that time. So they did this on purpose. And then they did the same thing they did in Maui and in and, and, uh, 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 Paradise in, uh, uh, in California and Argentina. They did the dues and blew up all the cars and stuff of these people. I mean, that blew them up, burned them to us. Yeah. So, I mean, we're being fooled. Everybody's being fooled. And, and as long as you keep watching the TV, you're, you're fooled. I mean, you should watch it just to see how much. Because I mean, if they listen to RBM, yeah, they I can look I'm at the TV. See how many monk is out there. Yeah, I got to do that. Unfortunately, yeah. But uh, you're right. I, again, the truth is the first casualty in war. And boy, dude, we see it laid on pretty thick right at the beginning here. Again, to playing the victim so you get more more aid to your country. And they don't need our aid. They do not need our aid. They don't need our aid. But it's a good excuse to get it. Well, absolutely, and 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 therein lies our our problem here is that the people we don't have any recourse at this particular point. We have no recourse. I mean, so what? We got our guns. You know, a long time ago, I was listening to Revolution Radio, and they were saying they were over in England and stuff, and they were like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, America. They keep boasting about their guns and stuff. How come they haven't used them? You know, and 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 that was a, that's a valid question to be honest with you." It's like, yeah, well, we didn't do it when we could do it. But now these guys are arrogant because even if we did, it's futile. They've got far more weapons than we could possibly defend ourselves against. So if you ever became a problem. It's just a good excuse to extort money and get money from the United States. And it's never going to be enough. And Ukraine's never going to be enough. Ukraine's going to finally lose. But how much money will they have spent? Think about all the money we've wasted now. Uh, money oh. that could have gone for our infrastructure. Oh my God, money to our it's infrastructure to, keep it, to fix things that need to be repaired. Oh my gosh, it's amazing uh, how much money we're it's, losing it, out of. It, it's nothing but laundering. I mean, the money that goes yeah, over you remember 10% for the big guy. So all the money Biden signs to go over there, he gets 10%. And then all of these people who said yeah to it or whatnot, they get money from it too. And Zelensky bought, yeah, but Zelensky bought uh, two boats. One of them says my legacy. That's the name of it and whatnot. He owns a, a $15 million mansion in Florida. He bought a fl- flipping, uh, a house in Egypt next to Angelina Jolie, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this guy's getting rich during the sure course of the time while he's killing sure his people. Sure he is. Sure he is. Gotta yeah, go, though. No. Got the call in line. Here. Okay. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate Thanks, the call. Steve. Appreciate you, bro. Yep. Let's go back to the calls again here and talk to Scott in Arizona. Welcome, Scott. Yeah. The founding fathers knew very well about the corporations. The 13 colonies were corporations, and they had laws limiting the length of time they couldn't, like at the Erie Canal, they could form a corporation to build the Erie Canal that had to be dissolved. Bank of America was only chartered 20 years. They had a law that only a living person could own land or lend money, so they were very aware of the corporations. 
Yeah, and also uh, you had to be a landowner to uh, to vote, so that was uh, that was important. Uh, and have they, money. They and understood, have they understood gold. They didn't want the, the 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 poor guy making uh, the, the masses of poor people making all the decisions on behalf of. Uh, which would supersede the wealthy in this country. I guess they they they, they realized that, so that's why they had the the land rule on voting. Oh, well, yeah. Another thing is a foreigner couldn't own land. Yeah. Until FDR changed it. Right. So you know they don't have the problem like Bill Gates buying all land or China, Saudi Arabia buying land because it, it well, would have been a lot. If you think about it, Scott, how, look at the problems the politicians create, and then of course sell you another solution. I mean, oh, we yeah, have the problem should. with we have the problem with no manufacturing in this country because the politicians uh, worked for the corporations, decided to cut uh, cut the little guy out, cut the the employee out for cheap labor in a foreign country for higher profits for the corporation. If that yeah, well, if we had a rid- we would have never we had, had original laws, we wouldn't be corporations. Yeah, but we don't. We have a problem now. Is that Americans are addicted to cheap prices and products? So if you were to bring back manufacturing now, that uh, three hundred dollar big screen TV, a fifty five inch TV, now costs a thousand dollars when it cost three hundred before. And Americans well, say, "Well, first of all, I don't have the income. I don't have the raises. I don't have the income. I can't afford a thousand. I can afford three hundred. Can't afford a thousand. Well, it's not cheap anymore. You'll bring back the unions. You'll bring back the uh, following the EPA uh, air standards for manufacturing, you bring back uh, unions and all kinds of all kinds of extra expenses that get tacked into the wage, and then of course the the wages and the strikes from the union workers, and then they're saying we're back to square one again. We want to go back to foreign labor, cheap labor. We we don't have these problems anymore. The, the, well, the EPA and all that stuff that's not constitutional. No, you know not, where they can not, have those agencies. It's not, it's not at all. It's just regulatory. So law. the whole problem is violation of the law. That's regulatory law. Yeah. The government's violating the law. Yeah. Always. Uh, well, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that because look, this look at this last time here. Uh, let me look at my notes here, real quick here. Biden just gave another five billion dollars for for loan forgiveness to this Generation Z. Okay. Now that's a total of 132 billion dollars that he supposedly has. The ability to erase a debt from the students. Okay, first of all, that's illegal. You cannot erase a debt. You cannot erase a debt. Now you can say I can get around it in a certain way. I can print money up, or I, which devalues our dollar and raises our inflation, which we all pay more. Or I can simply pull it from here, or pull it from there, or find it in taxation somehow. Always doing those those two ways or three ways is illegal. You cannot erase debt. Now, he's just trying to buy votes, no doubt about it. He's trying to buy votes, but I don't think the Generation Z, they seem to be more conservative than I thought they were, but I don't think it's going to work. And it's not fair. I paid my school loan off. I took a loan out. I paid it off. To erase this loan, these loan debts, will set a precedent to what? You're going to now erase my car debt? I have car payments. You want to erase those? How about my mortgage? Uh, you want to erase so much of that? This goes down a very deep pathway here of entitlement, where people start to believe that they're entitled to this, they're entitled to this, and so simply yeah. erase my debt. And yeah. I, I will never go along with that. I would never go along with that. But he's just trying to buy himself some votes here, which is not going to work. 
with your money. Well, by it doesn't money. matter. The vote doesn't matter because it's all fraud anyway. It's just a yeah, it doesn't matter. Pony who pony counts the votes, and until we get a, I mean, the Democrats alone telling you they don't want to go back to a paper ballot tells you right away that they don't like the system. That's fair and honest. They don't like that. They don't like that. As a matter of fact, just the other day, I am uh, I'm looking at this. Uh, this this whole thing in the in the holiday season we have these this people that go to your house they follow the UPS truck they follow Amazon and they steal the packages off your your steps they call porch pirates porch pirates and now many people have taken to to buying or ordering these uh, these ring video rings which monitors and and it, it it shows who's coming to the door who's knocking on the door. It goes to my cell phone. I can see if somebody drops a package off. I can see if somebody steals a package. It's amazing that we have this technology to catch porch pirates, and it can be used in court. You can take that ring to court, and here's the guy that stole packages. They nailed the guy. He's prosecuted for being a thief. And uh, But we can see video in Georgia of the election visitors, uh, overwatchers, whatever, to be shuttered, shuttered and pushed out of the room and ballot boxes pulled out from under the table and scanning ballots for Joe Biden, illegal ballots for Joe Biden. And we can have that on video and nothing happens. But the ring video one goes to court. But the one in the uh, the polling centers there counting the counting the votes, nothing ever happened with that with that thievery. Nothing yeah. happened. Oh, one, one other thing I thought, you know, the illegals, they know where they are. They give everyone a phone. They track them. They're tracked. Everybody has a phone. They're tracked. They give well, do, them the do phone. You know how to, do you know how to stop? Do you know how to stop the problem with illegal immigration right off the bat? This is simple to do. Simple to do. Yeah. You arrest the people that hire them and throw them in jail for the rest of their life. You, Take you all stop their property. All benefits. You stop all benefits. No subsidies. Nothing. You can't be hired. They won't come. You got to cut right. them off. Yeah, you throw the people out higher than jail. Come on, you, you come here, you're going to end up leaving, going right back because we are not going to pay a penny for you. I mean, actually, there is on the record books here it, the laws. It's a ten thousand dollar fine for every infraction for every illegal that is hired, and they simply don't enforce a law that's on the books. That's our problem. Not enforcing. No justice. Yeah, exactly. There mm-hmm. you go. Oh, you, you know, talk about, you know, they, the people that did the opioid yeah, scam. Opioid, yeah. Right. yeah, they let them go. Their family, they let the family go. The perpetrators. Unbelievable. It How is, many people did they murder? Mass murders and just let them go. Yeah. It is amazing. Um, the, again, the corporation we, has to pay a fine. We only followed our own laws, Scott. If we only followed our own laws. Well, it's it's our fault. We, the people, are not enforcing the law. Well, I'm not sure. And we're the government. What I can say about it. The government doesn't. The, the government has an agenda, and uh, they want all these illegals in here. They, they want to stay in office forever. And they're figuring if they let you in, you'll, you'll repay them by voting for them. They'll make you a citizen. You'll get amnesty. You'll become a citizen. You'll vote these people in forever. For, for them giving you citizenship. All right. Have a good night. Here, commercial call. All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <sighs> well, that completes our show tonight. Back uh, next Sunday for another issue, another episode of Off the Beaten Path. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your calls tonight. Health, happiness, and safe travels. 
I'm going to leave you with one last little thing here, little words of wisdom before I leave. And it's called the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept things I cannot change, the courage to change things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you again tonight. We'll talk again. Broadcasting Network.